When common sense takes a back seat to mainstream media talking points and social media headlines, it's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 8.41 a.m. on Thursday morning. And if anyone wants to weigh in on the topics we're discussing in this segment, we would love to hear what you have to say. 920-406-1360-888-455-1360. Email Show at mwcradio.com. Text. 79489. So, a lot has happened in this country in the three plus weeks since 46 year old George Floyd was senselessly and tragically killed at the hands of four Minneapolis police officers. A lot has happened. Some of it has been good. There have been peaceful protests to honor George Floyd's memory. Uh, There have been some meaningful efforts to try and make changes to prevent what happened to Floyd uh, from happening to anyone else in this country going forward. Those things have certainly been positive. Uh, However, some of what has happened since George Floyd's death has also been bad. Uh, There have been people who do not care about George Floyd and his death using George Floyd and his death as an opportunity to push their own self-serving agendas. Uh, And in addition to that, there have been police reform efforts that would clearly not make things better. Uh, Rather... In various ways, they would make things worse in this country if implemented. So, some good, some bad in the three-plus weeks since George Floyd's death. want to take a look at a couple of local stories pertaining to the fallout of what happened to George Floyd. First, the... Ashwabanon Public Safety Director, uh, an individual by the name of Brian Ewell, is calling for sending each Ashwabanon police officer to a cultural competency training in the coming weeks. Uh, This is a proposal that Mr. Ewell had brought forth at a municipal meeting earlier this week saying that he would like to see all 51 of Ashwabadon's police officers sent to this training for a cost of roughly $27,000. Now, this meeting where that proposal was made was a meeting of the village's finance committee, and the committee ended up deciding on sending 12 officers who are in leadership positions in Ashwabadon to that training. And then, seemingly the point is, those 12 officers in leadership go to the training, then they report back and subsequently pass what they learned on to the other dozens of officers in the department. 
Uh, so the committee decided no, uh, we, we don't want to send 51 officers to this uh, cultural competency training, but we do want to send some of our officers. We, we do want to send 12 of our officers. Uh, so you're still talking about thousands of taxpayer dollars being spent on this initiative, uh, being wasted on this initiative. Look, if an officer is racist, well then, going to this cultural competency training, it's not going to do anything. I, you're, you're talking about someone who's already made their mind up, yep, I have these racist feelings. Going to training for a few hours, it's not going to tra- change anything. The person is still going to hold racist attitudes. So in cases where you do have racist individuals, sending them off to some class for a few hours inevitably will not make a difference. But of course, as the show is noted time and time again, yes, there are still isolated instances of racism in this country. Individuals and groups throughout the political spectrum, throughout the racial spectrum. Uh, But the overwhelming majority of the country is not racist. uh, Despite what you hear from various elected officials and mainstream media members. Most people in the country are decent people. They are not racist. Uh, They they don't go around uh, resenting people based on the color of their skin. Uh, Most of us are decent people who don't care about the color of people's skin. We care about what matters, their character, their actions, things they can control, not immutable characteristics like skin color. So most of the officers who would be sent to this training, they are not racist individuals. It it is demeaning to send them to such a training. It is a demonization of those individuals, implying that they would need to go to this training, that they would need such training. I mean, you go sending someone, forcibly sending one someone to a cultural competency training, and you're implying, yep, you need this. Yep, you're a racist, and you know what? You need this training so that you can become a good person. I mean, whether it's being said out loud or not, that's the message that's clearly being sent. And if I'm anyone, including an officer, and I'm being told, you've got to go to this training, I'm like, no, no, I don't. I'm not a racist. No, I, I, I don't need this training. I, I'm not going to go to a training and have it, you know, to the point where I'm being talked to like I am a racist because I'm not. I, I mean, it's insulting. That anyone would be sent to such a training when they don't need it. So, as was noted, the Finance Committee said, let's send 12 officers to this training, uh, have them come back and pass whatever they learned on to the other officers in the department. Thousands of dollars to be spent. Um, The full board, the full village board, still needs to consider this foolish recommendation from the Finance Committee. Uh, That is expected to happen in the coming weeks. Now, the second local story 
uh, pertaining to the uh, fallout of George Floyd's death is that two Northeast Wisconsin entities have released a publication discussing ways to make businesses more inclusive and diverse. Uh, the two groups, the two entities involved in this, are the Fox Valley Society of Human Resources Management and New North. Uh, speaking to the media about this initiative was the CEO of the YWCA uh, in Green Bay. That would be uh, Renita Robinson. Uh, quoted as saying, When measuring being inclusive... You have to ask the people that are different what it's like. End quote. When measuring being inclusive, you have to ask the people that are different what it's like. No. Absolutely not. You should not be going up to people and saying, well, well, well you're this skin color, so you need to tell me this. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a different skin color. No, no way I can know you. I, I don't know anything else about you, but you're a certain skin color, so I'm coming to you strictly, strictly for that reason. Uh, you tell me the answer to this. No. Because you are going up to that person saying, you know what? I don't care about anything else about you. You're a certain skin color, so that's the reason I'm talking to you. That is not how you should treat people. Uh, you should treat people as people. Uh, not as skin colors. It doesn't matter what color someone's skin is, whether it's white, black, brown, red, yellow. We're all people. We were all created equally. Uh, our lives all matter equally. Uh, enough uh, of seeing people as merely a skin color. Sadly, it still happens in today's society. You would hope by the year 2020, after everything that this nation has gone through in its history, after everything that this nation has fortunately overcome in its history, the dark times that we've overcome in this nation's history, you would hope that in the year 2020, we wouldn't have to have these conversations about skin color. You would hope that everyone would know skin color is irrelevant. It's it's about treating people as people. And, and as the show has noted, uh, for most people out there, they, they understand that. Most of us get it. Yeah, you treat people as people. You don't tre treat people as skin colors. Uh, but sadly, there are people out there who still do it to this day, treat people as skin colors. And it seems in a lot of cases, these are people with wide audiences. So we hear about it. I, you shouldn't go up to people and say, oh, well, you're this skin color, so you need to talk to me because of that. You know nothing else about you, but you're this, you're this skin color, so you must be able to answer this question. No, you're, you're, you're judging that person based on the color of their skin. That's racism. I, I mean, what sensible person wants to be treated as anything other than a person. You know, you're not going to find reasonable people out there who say, oh yeah, I, I definitely want people coming up to me 
whether it be you know good or bad and, and judging me strictly based off the color of my skin i i don't think you're going to find a, a reasonable person who would say that they would want that to happen people to judge them off their skin color no you know and, and i've heard this you know moronic argument and i'm sure some of you have as well it's a well we need to go out of our way to treat people a blank skin color differently no I would be willing to bet you, regardless what skin color you're talking about, regardless what skin color you're saying, we need to treat them differently so that, you know, we show that, you know, we like them. and st- I guarantee you, whatever skin color would go in that blank, the majority of people of that skin color would tell you, no, I don't want you to treat me differently. I want you to treat me as a person. I don't want you to see my skin color. I just want to be treated like everyone else. If I'm a decent person, treat me well because I'm treating you well. I bet that's what most people would say. I I mean, when people are treated as nothing more than black or brown or white, whatever it may be, it's incredibly demeaning. It's implying that that person's value is directly tied to something they can't control, the color of their skin. That is incredibly demeaning to a person. And, of course, it also keeps racism alive in this country. There are people with these, you know, as they claim, good intentions that are just, you know, trying to fight racism and stuff. Yeah, But if you're engaging in racist behavior, if you're collectively judging and rewarding and hindering people based on the color of their skin, uh, guess what? It doesn't matter what you think your intentions are. You are engaging in racism. You are keeping racism alive in this country. These are racist practices that you are using. Again, color does not matter. It's something that is out of people's control. Thus, no one should be judged for it. Uh, No one should be given advantages for it. No one should be disadvantaged for it. People should be judged for the things they can control. Character, actions. I I, I mean, when you do have people uh, who, who insist on making things about race, things that should have absolutely nothing to do with race, but they insist on making it about race. I mean, when you have people doing that, seemingly they want to keep racism alive in this country. I mean, if you have people constantly making stuff about race, it's obvious that that person is a racist. doesn't matter what they say. They are racist. They're always trying to make it, you know, let's divide people white versus black. That's racist. And we should all be opposed to it, regardless who's doing it, regardless what the people doing it look like, regardless uh, how the people doing it vote. If there are people trying to divide based on race, all of us, decent people, should get together and oppose it because there's no place for that bigotry in our society. It's divisive and it's causing a whole lot of unnecessary problems in this country. And hopefully, for the good of our shared nation, the United States, hopefully, uh, these instances of racism that we're still seeing throughout the racial spectrum, throughout the political spectrum, trying to divide people, white versus black, hopefully this comes to an end soon. Uh, Because who knows how much more of this America can take. All right, uh, to the phone lines, we go to our friend Attila and Kiwani. Good morning, sir. What do you have for us? Good morning, John. 
It, it, it seems like, like the Democrat Party is trying to start uh, a race war or something, and I don't use the words lightly, but why do they keep inciting racial divide where there is none? I mean, until Barack Obama became president, uh, we, didn't, we didn't have problems at all, and he tried to divide the nation by, in every way. But uh, instead of being uniting people like President Trump's trying to do, and yet they call President Trump the racist, they call him divisive, and he's anything but. But Joe Biden, Beijing Biden, during his time, during Hillary's time, all they did is, is try to divide people on their immutable characteristics, and they're fanning the flames, they're inciting people, uh, they're... They're trying to make things worse in America. I mean, if, if we had a problem, there wouldn't be the need for these hoaxes that we've seen, like Jesse Swalette. Uh, it's not rampant in America, but they'd like you to believe it. It's it, they're they're trying to divide our our nation, and in, instead of uniting us, and and trying instead of trying to find commonality as Americans, they want us to focus on our differences that we can't control. And, and this is your Democrat Party, Matt Flynn. This is the party that you vote for, Matt Flynn. This is your Biden, the Biden that in eight years divided America. Uh, Tella, thank you so much for your call, as always. And, uh, yes, uh, you do have various Democrat elites who love uh, dividing people, white versus black, uh, because it's a way for them to distract from policy matters. Uh, policy concerns that they don't have legitimate answers to. And instead of having to admit that they have no answers for the real problems facing this country, uh, they try and create new problems, uh, dividing people based on race. And it's appalling uh, the damage this does to our country, pitting American against American based on some superficial characteristic like skin color. So shame on the Democrat politicians who do this, and then shame on the Republican politicians who, who, who do nothing about it, who don't stand up to this. I, I mean, there are some people like President Trump will call it out, uh, but there are a lot of Republicans in Washington, D.C. who just sit around and just let Democrats do it, divide people based on race, too afraid to say anything about how it's wrong. I, I mean, shame on them as well. Stand up for what's right for this country, for goodness sake. That's the reason that we vote for you people. Frustrating as all hell. Again, hopefully this division in this country comes to an end soon. It's 859.